right, welcome back to Kansas City's Marketing and Advertising Podcast. I am your host, David English, again, and I have with me today a guest that I am thrilled to bring you. Uh, her name is Jana Cook of J. Cook Media here in Kansas City, and um, this is not a listen once and be done with it type podcast because Jana knows more about a me- running a media company and running a business in general than a lot of people that I've had a chance to talk to. And she is someone that um, she'll come at you honestly. She'll come at you uh, in a way that is very um, straightforward. I mean, it's, and sometimes it's for the best and sometimes it's not. <laughs> but um, I'm going to give you a heads up. You are. You're going to want to get a pen. You're going to want to get on a piece of paper and um, take that, jot down some some notes. And because uh, um, what Jana knows and what she can share with you in the, about the media world and about the marketing, advertising, uh, buying media, how the market's changed is um, really second to none. Uh, moreover, running your own business, the good days, the bad days, the challenges, what it takes. Um, this is someone you're going to want to really pay attention to. So um, I'll give you a second. Go grab what you need. But Jana is going to be great. Before we dive in. I wanted to remind everyone while we're here. Again, my name's David English. I'm the vice president of AdTrend Outdoor Advertising here in Kansas City. And we are a locally owned company and we compete day in and day out with these mega corporations, these mega organizations that are just designed to print money. And we um, we realize that there are dozens, if not hundreds of other companies like us, locally owned marketing media companies in Kansas City they're just doing some great things. Um, Jay Cook Media is one of them. And um, we wanted to become a platform. We wanted to create an avenue for these companies to reach out and say, here I am. Here's how you can get a hold of me. Here's why you should really think about working with the locally owned company and not some of these mega corporate organizations that um, companies like mine compete with. And um, with that said, I'm going to dive in. Jana, how are you doing today? What's going on? doing great it's a beautiful day today and it's good to see you i've known you for a long time about 10 years <laughs> yeah i've done some work together um we have we've, we've shared a handful of clients over the years mm-hmm. um and it's been a situation where i think you were one of my first phone calls when yeah. i uh when you first came on board came on board with ad trend a millennial ago which <laughs> let's not put any numbers to the years <laughs> for better or for worse um Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? You know, what, what, who are, who's Jana Cook? Uh, well, I grew up in mostly in Southeast Kansas, coming up from Oklahoma, and worked really hard to get rid of the accent. So, <laughs> um, I went to the University of Kansas. I yep. You share that with me. I do. And um, after I got out of college, I went down to Oklahoma City, and then I moved to the West Coast. I lived in California, moved up to Seattle. My first job, media job, was on the TV sales side, Mm -hmm. and with a very small TV station that was an independent station that became a Fox affiliate when Fox Network launched. So that was a unique experience that I'm grateful to have because that was absolutely fascinating to watch a network become a network. That's and so yeah, cool. Yeah, it, it is really cool. And, you know, it was funny. The, the programming that we would get, 
we were like, what the heck is this? And, you know, we thought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was some kind of, you know, National Geographic thing. And then we realized it's a cartoon. <laughs> I mean, it was, that's how early it was. And wow. one night a week and then two nights a week. And so that was a great experience. I think I was lucky to have that. But um, after living there and working on the sales side, I jumped over to the agency side when I moved to Seattle and decided that I liked that a lot better. Um, not as much pressure, as you know, sales sure. goals. <laughs> sure. And uh, having to meet the sales numbers. But I also got to work in a lot of things other than selling one TV station, one network. I got to work in TV and radio and print and outdoor, and I really liked that a lot better. Plus, I don't know, like I said, not as much pressure as the sales side. So. Right. Anyway. That makes sense. And then you and I have something in common that you don't realize, mm -hmm. but um, you you're you're from small town Kansas also. I am. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, I grew up in the Eureka, Kansas area. Oh yeah. And, which is not too far from your hometown, I believe. Chanute, Kansas. Right. And yeah. we um, I noticed that this morning, and when I was on your uh, LinkedIn profile, I, was, uh, I know yeah. Chanute. I, I know. <laughs> Everybody um, knows Chanute. I've been in and out of there a few times. I am convinced the whole world has some connection to Chanute, Kansas. Just dig deep enough, you'll find it. You know, that's <laughs> funny because, and I don't want to dwell about small town Kansas for very long, but um, nine times out of ten where I, when I mention to people where I'm from, mm -hmm. it's a population. Eureka is 1,500 people, but yeah. everyone's been there yeah. for one reason or another. Or and been I, through it. My aunt or my uncle, I drove uh -huh. through, and it's... It blows me away. Southeast Kansas, I'm telling you, everybody's <laughs> from there somewhere in their in their history. But so you're not there. You're not there now, right? You no, uh, I haven't lived there in a very very long time, and you, it's it's funny. The further away that you go from the Midwest, I think the more you appreciate the Midwest. I, I could not wait to get out of the Midwest, and lucky I I got to spend some time in some cool places, and really makes me appreciate it. I love Kansas City. Love Kansas City. I, you know, I'm a transport here also, obviously, and I've been here for, you know, since college, but I love it. It's just, it's such a great town. It yeah. offers so much and, um, you know, it's great businesses, great businesses, wide uh, variety of businesses. The, the locally owned market mm -hmm. is, and uh, the local businesses here are, um, mm -hmm. I, I would venture to say they rival any other major town. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Absolutely. within the same, you know, demographics, same population size. I mean, Some brilliant technology. Technology. Has come it, out of Kansas City. It, it has. It really has. And um, the locally owned market, I mean, just again, for sake of the podcast, mm -hmm. the, is, you know, from technology and, you know, we've got a lot of advancement here um, that people either don't acknowledge or they, they don't know about. Well, and I mean, even historically, we do. Right. You know, look at you know Coffin, mm -hmm. what he did, and ha that how he grew that business, and Cerner, Cerner. how that Cerner. business grew out of just three guys. You know, I mean, yeah. and Garmin, couple of guys. You can keep going. These are I mean. worldwide companies, and so yeah, I mean, I th I think Kansas City's a great, great town for a lot of reasons, but couldn't agree more. Yep. Tell us a little bit about your organization, Jay Cook Media. Um, well, I've been in business a little over 13 years. Yep. Didn't really intend to go out and start my, that was never a burning desire of mine, but I worked for a great little small to mid-sized agency and we did a lot of business to business and healthcare. And when those guys decided to shut their doors, um, 
I had been doing a lot of account service work. I'd been doing a lot of research work as well as the media stuff. And so the clients just said, well, will you just keep doing what you're doing? And that's how it was born, which is a great stroke of luck because a lot of people start out from scratch and they have to get, you know, money from somewhere. And so I, I was truly, that was a, a real stroke of luck that that happened. So it just kind of took off and here, 13 years later, I'm still doing it. Still doing it. Mm -hmm. And you, um, as far as the media buying, is, is that kind of where you're at or there's more to it than that? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I call myself a media buying service, which is probably anymore maybe 20% of what I do. Um, it's really about um, strategy and capabilities and education to clients. Um, I help people understand what all is out there. A lot of times, you know, clients will call me and they'll say, well, I think, you know, this is what I want to do. Or... How much would it cost to advertise? This big, broad question that every media person in the world hates that question, but it's totally understandable. And so you just kind of have to back up and you have to ask a lot of questions and, well, the answer's always, it depends. So really it's about managing expectations and helping somebody understand what is available to them, what they can do, how much it will cost, and, you know, a lot of it's about messaging, and that's where media people aren't traditionally allowed into the creative realm. And I get that. I would never call myself a writer or a, a, or a director or any kind of creative person, but I do understand how important messaging is. Right. And so, that's especially now, because our attention spans have gotten to be about five seconds long now. And I'm not being a smart aleck about that. No, that's, that's probably about accurate. <laughs> there are studies that have been done, I think, like five years ago, we were at like nine seconds, and now we're down to five seconds, which technology is a wonderful thing, isn't yep. it? <laughs> technology is responsible for all of that. How has right. the business changed, though, in 13 years? I mean, with the technology that you just mentioned, Yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be a different ballgame now. Completely different ballgame, and it's good and bad. There's a right. lot of good things about it. I, I mean, I've got some sociological opinions about how terrible things have gone but it's also fantastic and it's 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 changed the media world a lot in that there's so much minutia now that we didn't have to deal with 15 20 years ago right um used to be you know you had the main tv radio outdoor print that's pretty much those what you had before right and now there's just so much and it's it's now more about the user the user drives the advertising. Mm -hmm. And it used to be, you know, you talk about like appointment TV, and I think that was NBC's slogan for Seinfeld, Thursday night's appointment TV. I believe that's how they promoted it back in the early 90s. Because you had to be in front of the TV to watch this great show and then be able to talk about it the next day with all your friends and did you see it? Oh, I didn't see it, don't run it for me, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well now, we as users, we get to watch whatever we want whenever we want. And if right. we forgot to set it, even if you're still using a DVR and you forget to set it, eh, no big deal. You can find it online. You can find literally anything online. Okay. So that has changed because people, we have to think now about how is the target audience, how are they using their devices? How are they using technology? 
and as an advertiser, you have to really know who is your target audience and what are their habits. And so the big hot topic right now is OTT, over the top, and CTV, connected television. And that is a smart TV that's, um, you know, through a, through a Wii, through an Xbox, uh, Roku. It's content is important and the device in how someone watches it is important. Yeah. So those, they're two different things and this is where it gets really hairy and really complicated and that's the latest hot topic of the media world is OTT. OTT. So knowing, to, to that point, to knowing that you can reach people in a plethora of different, different ways. Yes. I mean, it's never, it's not endless. the big four. It's endless. <laughs> right. What yeah. steps do you take? I mean, you don't want to be going through that discovery process with a client for a year and a half. Oh, to, no. What, what steps do you take to try to simplify that process down to where you can get to the right answer quicker? Well, you know, it comes back to, okay, so Mr. Client, this is your service or this is your product. Yeah. And so let's talk about your sales. How, how, do you, how do you make your sales? What's your sales process? Do you have sales people? Is it, do, it, do you have sales online? Do you not? Um, I know a company that their category of business is highly um, mobile phone driven. Okay. They're not in that space. Okay. And it's really hurting them because they're kind of old school. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you really have to look at the company, talk to talk to the client about what their expectations for their advertising campaign is, what are they trying to do, what do they have the capabilities to do. I mean, sometimes a client will know they need to be doing something, but they're not there yet. Either financially they don't have the money to do it or they don't have the manpower to do it. And so you kind of have to work with what they have the ability to do and what kind of money they have to spend. And I'll I I have told clients before, you know what, you're not ready to do this. You need to go get this fixed. Get your website fixed, get your mobile situation fixed, get your sales situation fixed. Yeah. Maybe they have a bad sales force. Go fix that, and then let's talk about advertising. And I've lost business that way, but I have a obligation to tell somebody the truth. And if I just take their money, then they're going to think advertising doesn't work, and you and I both know advertising yeah. works. It definitely works, and, and I love that. And that's the honesty I was talking about earlier. And and because I would agree with you, it yeah. is your obligation, absolutely, to sit down with the customer and say, "Listen, guys, I can sign this right now, but it's not going. You've got to do this. Absolutely. It, you know, it's it's the same concept of you have to turn down bad creative. You have to walk away from a terrible idea and and I have been known to tell a client this creative is not going to work yeah it it's too long it's too much it's too complicated Something. it's not relevant and a lot of times especially if it's coming from the client yeah they hate that they, they hate it those are hard conversations. <laughs> those are hard conversations but you know what again I have to sleep at night and I cannot now if I tell them this is not going to work this is bad creative, it's not relevant, and here's why, and they choose to stick with it anyway, that's their decision. But I at least feel like I have done what I'm supposed to do. And 
in the end, when we measure it, and that's one of the things that we talk about with clients too, how are you going to measure this? What's, what's our measurement stick? Is it the phone ringing? Is it website traffic? Is it people through the door? Is it just people know your name now? How, what, how do you want to measure this? How, how does the campaign, what, what, yes. what's success in your eyes? Yes, exactly. Uh, and then once we determine that and we go through it and we either get there or we don't, then we have to go back and say, okay, why didn't we get there? And that's, that can get a little tricky too, especially when there was a little discussion about creative, whether it was good or bad or not. So. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an eggshell conversation. <laughs> but I mean, But it doesn't do any good to avoid it. No, because all that, you have, you have an upset customer at that point, that you have a media campaign that went poorly, Right. which, I mean, I, no one likes in our world. Well, and what, who do you know that can waste money? Exactly. I mean, in, you can't waste your money. In, 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 neither can your clients. Right. I and mean, your clients, um, they hire me to spend their money in the most efficient manner that I can. Yeah. And that's my job. So that's, no, it, it, that's that, why those hard conversations sometimes are, are worth it because, A, like I said, I don't want somebody wasting their they Those people work hard for their money. And two, I don't want them to think advertising doesn't work. I love this business, and I believe in it, and I don't want people to think that it's a sham or that it doesn't work because it works beautifully when it's done right. When it's done right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I I love that. I mean, I, I will tell clients, and I think you'll agree with this, you know, that, that with so many avenues that mm-hmm. we have to, at our disposal right now, mm-hmm. you're nuts if you take every marketing dime you have and put it all into one media. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing, you know, I mean, advertising, it's like a pie and it used to be, you know, 30 years ago, that pie only had five slices in it. Well, now it's got about 50 slices in it. Right. They may be very thin, but that may be the slice that's right for you or these six slices are right for you. Yeah. These ten. You don't need all whatever. fifty. Correct. You maybe you need four. Maybe you need eight. Very few clients need all of them. Yes. Very few. Yeah. No. Need every single thing, and it's you know it's a timing thing. Sometimes some things are better than others. Seasonality all comes into play, and yeah. So yeah, there's there's so many fun ways to go, but that's part of the fun of the business, you know. If you can. Uh, it does. It, how much does it vary um, within an industry? Um, you know, so the uh, medical field versus like uh, auto uh, versus retail. I mean, is that something you're able to say? Oh, yeah, say, that, can, you know? that can go all over the place because, well, and it's about the users. I mean, you know, there's like just look at something like a, you know, a fast food restaurant. Most people at some point in time are going to stop into a fast food restaurant, right? Fair. Um, so there's pretty much no target audience that doesn't work for them. Right. And, there are a few, but you know that's that's hopefully they know their customer, what type of food, hours, all that kind of stuff. Um, but then there's some businesses that that just aren't applicable to everybody. So like if you're an HVAC company, mm-hmm. you don't want to talk to people who rent an apartment. That's not any of their concern. That's why they live in an apartment, so they have to deal with that stuff. They want a house of a certain age. <laughs> right. You're right. Exactly. So, I mean, at that point, let's eliminate all those people. We don't have to talk to those people. Great. All right. Now, we have these people to deal with. So, I mean, it's just that it's learning a client's business and learning who their customers are and what those customers, what is relevant to those customers. Yeah. 
and you know it's not always relevant some some products and services you just need to keep your name out there so that when it happens when they need to call somebody or when they need that product or service you're at top of mind you're top of mind then mm-hmm. exactly yeah. exactly I mean, so as far as your organization mm-hmm. what is your typical customer call? are they walking in wanting to you know invest in a long-term campaign, short-term campaigns? Are we looking at a certain demographic or a certain industry? You know, that's another thing that's changed over the years. Uh, you know, it used to be a, a client would come in and they would want to, you're shaking your head because it's happened to you too. <laughs> I, agree. I knew that's where you're going to go. Um, you know, it's it used to be you'd come in, you'd do a year-long plan, this is how it's going to go, and life was great. You know, these quarters are more expensive than these quarters. And with, I swear to God, I blame this on attention span. It, it permeates everything. It's come down to, uh, I need help and I want to get on in two weeks. Uh, uh, we got to do this fast. And so it, it's anymore, it's a lot of times when somebody says, you know, I'm just, our sales are down or it's not working or I know I need to do something. I don't know what it is. I've probably heard that more in the last few years than anything. And that, I think that comes with there is so much out there that it's overwhelming to people. I, they don't know where to start. Well, it, it, because and it's not just, when you say so much out there, it's not just in the media world, but there's so much out there altogether. I mean, oh, we're all and, so overwhelmed. And yeah. a lot of people, I would think, knock on your door or ring your phone mm-hmm. because they need someone to handle the marketing because they've got a hundred thousand oh, other things absolutely. to do. They they know they they know they need to advertise. They know the importance of it. They know it works. Mm-hmm. They probably have an idea and an image that they want to promote. But at the end of the day, there are dozens, dozens of people knocking on their doors at needing something else that they want. Is is that fair? Absolutely fair. I just had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with a with a marketing gal that. She said, well, this is what we think we want to do, but I don't know if that's right. Yeah. We, this is who we need to talk to. A- am I on the right track? Is this what I want to do? And then how do I do that? Can you, is that something you do? I mean, a lot of times people will know they have an instinct that they know this is what we need to do. This is who we need to talk to, but they don't know how to go about the steps of doing it. And mm-hmm. that's where the whole minutia thing comes in because there's a lot to it sometimes, depending on what it is. Right. No, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, it, so attention span, you've talked about a little bit. <laughs> um, expand on that if you could, just because, I mean, it's I, I agree with a lot of what you've hinted at. So. Well, even if I didn't have children or pay attention to my own media usage or my own attention span, just business, the way business is done, I can recall in the early 90s having a 60-second TV spot that I would place right. on network television. I can't even imagine placing a 60-second. That seems like forever. Because of budget or it's just not no, for the because clients. it's a long time. Exactly. 60 seconds is a long time. Right. And anymore, I probably have placed 15-second spots more than I ever dreamed I remember thinking 15 seconds, oh my gosh, you can't say anything in 15 seconds. Yeah, you can. And and what that has done, and God help every um, copywriter I've ever met in my life, but 15 seconds. 
you've that's a short amount of time and you better be very concise and have a great vocabulary right. <laughs> and you know what a lot of clients struggle I mean that is one of the things I do end up helping clients with too they're like I, I don't know how to can you help me right. can you help me that's probably the phrase I hear more than anything can you help me <laughs> yeah I it's funny because we hear from our clients in the billboard world mm-hmm. well you only have 12 to 15 seconds to look at a board and my argument is first off it's probably a little bit longer than that secondly your radio spots and your TV ads are probably the same length in time. Yeah, but anymore, it's all about the same amount of time. It is, and driving past one of my boards or listening to a spot on TV or radio, it's you're about not you're same. you're not booking sixty second. Oh heavens no! I feel like an infomercial. <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? I mean, you know what? You're about right. That's about right. Anymore, our attention spans are just. And it's not just the tension span, I don't think. I mean, that is. But I also think it's there is so much volume. We see so many ad messages in a day you don't even realize. Yeah. Everywhere you look, there's sure. an ad message. Sure. You know, on somebody's T-shirt, on just everywhere. Well, I mean, if you noticed while we were sitting here getting ready for this conversation, uh-huh. my phone was just, yeah, you right. know, right? And I'm willing to bet. I haven't checked it yet, but I'm willing to bet. In those push messages that we're getting, we're different advertisements or promotions or come by. I mean, we're close to a quick trip down the street. Come by and get your new coffee. I guarantee you that's in there. And you know what? That's part of the fun to me of digital advertising. It's it's a little creepy, but it's fascinating and it's so much fun because you really can. You can geo-target. You can geo-event, geo-fence. I mean, we're doing that with our boards right now. Absolutely. And oh, absolutely. People, you know, you're driving past a board and you, and you're, you have your cell phone. I mean, it's big brother as can be, but it's really effective. And it's so much fun. <laughs> it is. It, <laughs> it is, is fun. I mean, if you take the creep factor out of it, yeah, it's great fun. <laughs> Forget it. Don't worry about it. But I mean, the funny thing about, I used to think there's no way I would ever click on an ad or click on something and I am so wrong because I have bought I have bought things online on impulse I'll see some you know something that looks good it's like ooh oh god I would love to have that click 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 and you know and then Amazon you know my best friend that I hate more than anybody. Sure. You liked this, so you'll like you this. You'll like this. <gasps> yes, Amazon, I would like that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean there's there's just so much to do, but the digital world is probably the most confusing thing right now for advertisers. Yeah. So with all that's out there, mm-hmm. I mean and and back to you mm-hmm. uh, and in your company, mm-hmm. how do you what steps do you take to make sure you're different than your competition? Mm, well, let's see. Um, I don't know. I guess, you know, some of it is the fact that I've had, I've been so lucky to have a wide variety of experience. I mean, a lot of media services companies, they buy media. That's what they do. And so you look at that through the lens of just media. Mm-hmm. I got to work in the sales side, so I completely understand the people that I am buying media from on behalf of my clients, I understand how they work. I understand what motivates them. I understand their issues that they have to deal with. So that's helpful to me in negotiating. Yeah. Then also, I got to, when I was at the a full service agency, I got to work on account service and I got to do research 
and I worked really closely with the creative people and the accounting person. And so to have that full range of understanding and have had my hands in all of it has really benefited me and my clients because I understand, it's just helped me understand their business and what they need and how to take care of that. Yeah, it makes so, sense. And yeah. I think, would you agree that part of that is because you're a local business, you're locally owned, you have your hands in a lot of different fires and there's a different yeah. touch? Well, and you know what? The other side of being a local business is when you when you live here and you you work in the media world, so one company gets bought out by another company yeah. or this person gets moved over to, you know, station personalities change, or once a company gets bought by someone else, how does that affect things? Um, the ins and the outs, what do people like? What personalities does the community, who do they relate to? Um, different parts of the city are different. That You know, Johnson County, Northland, very different. Mm -hmm. types of people and what they like and what they don't like so I think that's one of the important things about hiring local yeah I would agree you I mean, really you're know your community you're there you know your community and mm -hmm. I'm willing to bet you have clients that have been with you for such an extended period of time that mm -hmm. you're not going to get that at a, a larger agency that's out of New York or Chicago or no. you know because those agency reps get moved around so often oh yeah it's it, ridiculous. I mean, by being able to know your demographic, know your city, plus the fact that you're there, well, it's got to be a benefit. Absolutely. And, you know, it helps to have been um, in, the wor in this world in Kansas City for a long time because, like I said before, you know, you kind of see how things have changed. You've seen how Kansas City's changed. Right. You know, areas that used to be, oh, yeah, we're not going to go there. Now they've changed, they've developed what's, you know, look at Power and Light. Look what it did for downtown. Kansas City used to roll their sidewalks up. Oh. And now it's a fantastic downtown. Yeah. You know, look at KCK and the Legends area and the Speedway. I mean, it's funny because, especially in the outdoor world, that's really, really important. I've done oh. some driving around the city to look at at things and areas that maybe wouldn't have been desirable are very desirable now so yep. that's the importance I think of, of being local knowing your city knowing the changes that are coming yeah you know what areas are being developed what's going to happen the laws in different communities how they affect things so, sure no yeah. I agree and you're right as far as your comment about outdoor but just media in general I would say oh absolutely I mean that you want to bring your client into these markets and and maybe it's not maybe they need to be up north and not south or south right. and not north so. well or even things like you know Lawrence yeah is that is that a viable thing that's a college town but you know I mean the communities surrounding the metro area as well yeah and where we where do, how far out do people come for this product or that right. product so let's switch gears a little bit, mm -hmm. if you don't mind. Um, mm -hmm. You you own your own business. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a driving force, driving factor all your life. You said, it, right? But but you have been around for you have you had the business for thirteen years. Mm -hmm. A little if over. Mm -hmm. Someone is listening here and they're thinking about making that jump, want to become a business owner. Mm -hmm. um, what would you have to say to them if they were you know if you, if you had the ability to to point them in a direction or do your homework, talk to a lot of people. I mean, I was. I was lucky enough to have some friends that had already blazed this trail, had already started out 
in their on their own doing the same thing that I do and that were kind enough to give me some advice you know buy this accounting software talk to this lawyer like get it set up do this do that I mean there's a lot of things that it, we as media people have focused so much attention on advertising and media and that's why we're good at it but starting a business as any business owner can tell you <laughs> there's so many hats that you wear and so having resources is has I'm very thankful that I I had friends that gave me advice and directed me in good places and and you know what then the other side of this thing is it's a small community Kansas City is a great town it's a small community too and there's room for everybody don't be selfish don't be greedy you know I refer people if it's something that I can't handle for whatever reason that maybe it's a conflict of interest or it's just not a good time I've got a whole bunch of people that do exactly what I do that are competitors but they're also friends and I won't refer business to them they refer business to me I've got friends that we have covered for each other in difficult times and never once was I worried that they were going to steal my business. I mean, there's just, there's enough to go around and play nice, you know, have a good attitude and, and be grateful. So yes. I, I love all of that. I mean, yeah. it's um, because you're the hats comment you made. I mean, you wear so many different hats on a daily basis mm -hmm. that um, especially starting out, I mean, oh, you, yeah. you have got to be okay to get your hands dirty. And, and stay up late and get up really early. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? That's very helpful in understanding your clients. Yeah. Because that's why they're so overwhelmed and say, can you help me? They've got 15 other jobs to do as a business owner. Right. And you get that. So. You get that because you're in the same boat, different industry, but same, same boat. boat. Right. I, I agree. I love that. Yeah. absolutely love that. So yep. um, if someone wants to get in touch with you, mm -hmm. what's the best way to go about that? Um, I have a website. All my contact information is on there, uh, jcookmedia.com, or they can Google me. <laughs> there you go. J-A-N-A, -A, Jana Cook. Just Google me. <laughs> go in there and check. Um, it, it, again, it, it's so easy to find people. I mean, it, you know, definitely jump online, give her a call. It is. Um, if you're in a, in a business that is looking for an agency, I mean, I've worked with you for a number of years. I can speak from experience how thorough and I mean she's great. I mean absolutely great. I mean you are. You're you're fantastic. Did so. we never have a a battle, a throwdown? <laughs> we've had a couple. Oh no, we've had a couple. <laughs> That's my I just didn't want to talk about those here. Um, but we can we can do that when I hit the stop recording. Um, but I mean, to that point, you go to bat for your clients, and you, know, you so and that's, that's good. we have had a couple. Um, Jen, I can't thank you enough, and all seriousness, for stopping by. This has I mean, been so much fun. I um, I'm thrilled that you're doing this because it's again, Kansas City is a great business town, and it's wonderful to have a spotlight on small businesses. And yeah, that's what I want to do. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that because you're right. There are some awesome, awesome businesses. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're locally owned that do great things and yeah. you know if you take into consideration that plus you know you've got some midwest values and yeah. some you know you know midwest personalities that we they genuinely care i mean they're just i've had so much fun we've had a great list of guests on and yeah. i've got a few more in the hopper that are coming in the next few weeks right. um 
but yeah, this has been great. It's been a lot of fun. Well, we'll see if we can't find some more Southeast Kansas connections. I'm there sure we go. Be. <laughs> oh, we can do that forever. But everyone, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, again, my name is David English. And um, if you want to reach out to me for any reason, my email is denglish at ad-trend.com. Um, questions about the podcast, questions for our, our guests. Um, we are having a few questions rolling already that we'll bring out in the next few episodes uh, once I get a list compiled. Um, questions, comments, concerns, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And um, please subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast um, after you're done listening to it, of course. And I, I can't thank you enough for, for chiming in and uh, reaching out also. Um, I will, uh, we'll reach out next Tuesday with another episode being aired and we will, um, until then, I hope all is well. Take care. Thanks. Hey, really quick. I just wanted to say thank you for everyone for supporting this podcast. For those of you who, who have subscribed to this podcast and passing it along for others to listen to, I can't really say thank you enough, but I have been blown away by the, uh, support, the questions that are coming in about the marketing world about Kansas City, uh, the questions about owning your own business. I will get to all of those shortly. I'm just compiling a list. But again, cannot say thank you enough. It's been great. We're going to stay at it. Um, we're going to continue to interview some great guests here in the Kansas City area. And if you have questions, if you want to be a guest, if you just want to reach out and say hello, uh, con constructive criticism is always welcome. My email address is denglish at ad dash trend t-r-e-n-d dot com and with that again thank you so much i appreciate it and we'll talk to you soon